Por favor. One thing we've always told you. It's always interesting at the front lines, isn't it? And we've always told you, there's never a dull moment. And that's because there's total war in the heavens amongst angels. It is written. Jesus, I might whisper today. <laughs> Let the righteousness of God the Father be poured out on all your flesh and cleanse you physically and go into your souls and cleanse your hearts physically morally, mentally. Let all your sins be purged. Hanukkah that you're in right now is a time of purging sin. It's a time of cleansing your souls and renewing your covenant and your in your marriage to Jesus Christ. Loose! It's a time of cleaning the house of God. Jesus. Glory. Shindra kudre mandra vatrikidriyadre. Andre bukundre mahari andre bukharra bakhande. In 2019, I had a vision of the white dove's nest in the sun and it was white sun it was white light coming out of the sun and all the nations were rising as animals and every different animal under the sun and every soul was an animal because they had not yet transformed into angels and every animal was rising into the sun and it was an open vision. I, I was there with all my soul and my flesh and my spirit. And there was just a TV screen before me. And I just started weeping for like 15 minutes, just bawling of the glory of the vision of the harvest of the end times. And he showed me this is how the harvest will come in. You come into the ark of the Son of Righteousness as animals. But in the ark you are transformed into the angel like sons of God, the children who've been raised from the dead, the children of the resurrection. Luke 20, it is written. Now, since there's so much self-focus in this place and worry about self-salvation, just annihilate that right now. The only person saved is Jesus. Truth in you. And you are members of his body if you are obedient to his commandments. If you ain't obeying his commandments, Jesus Christ said to his apostles, <laughs> If you don't obey my commandments, you don't love me. And my commandments are not burdensome, they're easy, they're light. 
It's simply being pure, doing what's right in the eyes of the Father, in the light of the Father. Not what's right in your human mind, not what's right with the fallen angels and the false apostles and the false prophets that you're connected to. <laughs> not your... What people do, the temptation of the evil one, is to get them into being smarter than the Holy Spirit. Being smarter than the Holy Spirit's prophets, being smarter than the Holy Spirit's apostles, and you get isolated and you think, I'm the only one that can help. This, there really is a problem around here. It might be like Scientology. You don't see the accountability with the angels. You don't see angels. You only see demons and your own sin. So you don't understand the heavenly Sanhedrin. And you secretly go to the enemy to try to help what you can't see because your soul is filled with darkness. This is the Judas Iscariot continuous betrayal of false love. And I know you're filled with false love because everyone is. The human reaction to the divine is building shelters of false love. That's the tabernacle of Peter on the mountain. Oh, I have so much love for Jesus. I have so much love for you, Brandon. I have so much love for, for God and for others, and I'm so good. Let me build three tabernacles. Let me have my own soul, my own world's tabernacle of false love. One for Moses, one for Elijah, and one for Jesus Christ, because I love him with all my heart. Now, the Bible says that was an abomination. The Bible says that was the very revealing of the curse of the fall in the apostles. And you're not even apostles, and yet you still try to do these same exact things for God. Now, we all do, and we're foolish. That's what being a tech nun little shrimp is. That's what being a false brother and a false sister is, is that you're the helper of God because God's not the helper yet because you're in unbelief. We see Jesus on the mountain. The human cursed reaction of false love is to do something for him. Yep, it's exactly one for Pan, one for Moloch, and one for Satan. Because there was no purification in Peter's soul yet, the Bible says they had not yet received the Spirit. So if you don't have the Spirit, the Bible says you don't even have God. They were just around as meat sacks. Truth in yeah. And they had to humble themselves through repentance and severity because Simon, Simon, the Bible says, Satan has asked permission to sift you like wheat. Now, I preach this sermon about once a year for the last 16 years, so it's not just you in particular, but it's Satan in you in particular. Because you have Satan in you. And it's the same reaction to everyone who's uncircumcised of heart. Let my soul, with an external knowledge of good, help God because God's wrong and I'm smarter than God. Come on. <laughs> And then they say, well, Jesus is not God. He's a man like me. They'll say, Brandon's not God. He's a man like me. The whole point of Christianity is becoming a temple of God, like Jesus. It's the bewitchment of denying Jesus having come in the flesh, 
that betrays the Lord in false love in Jezebel's tower every time. Truth in you, the whole point of the apostolic is that you all become gods. Not your own gods, like Satan and his angels, they're called demon gods, but the body of Christ who is God. Amen? His face shone like God, or angel, Acts 7, Stephen with the glowing face, it is written. And what did the false holiness, the false piety, the earthly Sanhedrin do? Wept and gnashed their teeth, blasphemy, took up stones, and killed young apostle Stephen. He had an apostolic calling, but they terminated it before it came into maturity, just like half of you terminate me before you come into maturity. Truthinia! And if you can terminate yourself by carrying your cross on the mountain like Isaac and be slain on the mountaintop on the altar of Abraham, that's Christ crucified, you won't terminate your destinies by listening to devils. It's called regular Christianity and the old rugged cross that you barely even have in your spirit, soul, and mind and body right now. And if you do, this is encouraging you because everyone crucified on the mountain enjoys the cross. It's called the throne room. The throne of the Lamb. Lamb means cross. The throne room is the place of the cross. The mountain top of Zion is Christ crucified. Your only job in life is to pick up your cross, go to the top of the mountain, and die on the cross that Jesus Christ gave you. But the demons are always getting you to attack the ones helping you to climb the mountain. To attack and become the enemies of the cross. Is ignorance an excuse? Remember what Judas Iscariot said? I have sinned. I have sinned against God. I have done what is wrong. Was there any forgiveness of sin given to Judas? Zero. I know your false Jesus and Jezebel would have forgiven Jesus, would have forgiven Judas, but Jesus did not forgive Judas. The angels rejoiced over the destruction of Judas, but because you're in false love, you have no understanding of God's holiness, which is his true agape. True agape is light that judges darkness. The fact that you can live in human souls, in human forms, and pretend to be loving shows you how far away you are from the cross in reality. Comparisons, competitions, envy, strife, even self-condemnation is a form of pride. Judas's reaction to betraying him was not humility. It was false humility. Because he killed himself. Hello? Murder? <laughs> and you can just hear the animal saying, Well, does suicide get into heaven? <laughs> Listen, man. The Father is a righteous judge. The discipleship of this time is to help you young believers climb the mountain of Calvary. Climb Calvary with your spirit crucified, with your soul crucified, and with your flesh crucified. You have to be crucified constantly in those realms. Otherwise, the voice of the evil one, a sower sowing seed, Jesus Christ said, an enemy is going to come and speak words into the areas where you don't have God in them. If you have God the Father in areas of your spirit, 
the enemy's scared of that area. They might go in there and try to corrupt it and make you twice dead. They do try to do that sometimes. But if they see you're fortified in truth and spirit, the cross and soul, the cross and spirit, and the cross and flesh, you become a holy terror to the demons and to the evil spirits and to the foul birds. Some of your souls have actually begun to bear the image of foul birds because you're so far gone in the apostate nature of the Antichrist. These ones only come out with fasting. It's true. Because into your very DNA, you have the enemy formed in you. That's why you constantly do wrongdoing against the true apostles of the Lamb. And why you're always open to hearing the enemy's bad report and communicating with the enemy. Because you're born of treason. You're born of treachery. That whole seed line that came into you and festered and grew out of selfishness, soulishness, self-righteousness, and pride has been grown up in the black sun and the black moon of the kingdom of Satan, of the seven stars, which are lights that fell from heaven, lights that are actually darknesses that are in you, Jesus Christ said in the red letters. So it matures the seed of the evil one in your spirit, in your soul, and in your flesh. That's why it's so hard for some of you to ever do right or to bear God's image in your spirit, soul, and flesh. And it's just wrongdoing constantly because you're corrupted. <clears throat> corrupted <clears throat> to your spirit. Corrupted into your bones. And foul. And treacherous. And unfaithful and untrue. Through and through. Wicked. And you think you're okay. No one's okay except Jesus. <laughs> <clears throat> No one's okay except the Lamb. Around the throne of God, no one's saying, Man, I got here by <clears throat> helping Jesus. I got here by tithing to Jesus. I got, and you're like boasting before God, Antichrist Ministries Worldwide International around here. It's like I really tried to do everything Brandon said at Joel's Bar. Did you get to know the cross of the Word of God in your heart and obey the seven spirits of God in every word I've spoken to you? Or are your members stopped up with snakes. See, you can hear the word, but be never hearing. How many of y'all know you had wicked people around Jesus constantly hearing, but never understanding? Now, that's like 99% of Israel if you read the Bible. And the only ones that understood, they climbed Calvary with him and died with him. And the ones that didn't die with him the day he was crucified, they died with him later on. Peter picked up his cross and realized that he had so forsaken Jesus. He had so obeyed the devil. Truth in hell. He had so gotten into Satan. But he mourned with true repentance and obeyed God, wrote scripture, had an awesome apostleship of one of the four chief apostles of the Lamb in the first century and was crucified upside down. And his upside-down crucifixion was because he wasn't there in the right-side-up crucifixion like he was meant to be. So he was not worthy even of the cross. And God credited to him as true humility. That's counted to him in heaven as true righteousness. Truth in you. So, repentance is a pretty severe thing. You betray him three times on the day he's murdered. 
to some little schoolgirl, some little false prophet, some little voice of the enemy, some little demon in your messenger chat, some little thing that you got going on behind the scenes that I already know about in Red Letter Ministries. And I'm telling you now, <laughs> you got to come clean and repent. You got to bring it into the light, everything you're doing in darkness. This is not a time to hide from the light. It's the time to get right in the light. You're in the season of Hanukkah called Festival of Lights that exposes everything hidden in darkness. You're not hiding anything from God and you're not hiding anything from the seer prophets who lead the body of God in this universe. Elijah sees what you do in your house. Yep. Elijah sees what you do in your house. It is written. It says, Elijah sees what is done behind closed doors in your bedrooms specifically in the bedroom in the place of who you're intimate with in your heart and I know it's barely me and it's not about intimacy with a human being it's about intimacy with the angel of the Lord intimacy with the cross the bride of the cross be intimate with terminating your soulish nature that's what true intimacy is the bride of the lamb is married to Calvary you're so filled with lust that even the interpretation of Scripture is perverted in your hearing truth how do we get the animal lust of flesh and blood and soul and spirit all the lust spirits out of these people in our midst how do we terminate lust severe holiness that looks unloving to your fake love truth in becoming more severe in a purity that can't be misunderstood by technon fools by infants who have covenants with demons and listen to demons more than the holy spirit that are disobedient to the seven spirits of god and obedient to lust spirits in their wicked hearts and in their wicked minds and are always fighting the Holy Spirit in Red Letter Ministries. I know many of you will be purged as the apostate bride of Satan and I know it will make way for the true bride of Christ in the coming years. And I tell you the truth, every single person I have warned in accuracy and in holiness for no personal gain but for the gain of God the Father only in heaven but you notice all the offense is because of the personal gain of the false prophet the personal gain of the beast the personal offense of finances and the love of money and the harlotry of Judas Iscariot and Ananias and Sapphira that is not yet rooted out of your evil spirits it's true the roots of David is a cross of a tree of life that wars against all idolatry of anything that can be named it's true burying the image of God means no idols no interpretation apart from the cross which is what happens when you're full of the devil you don't understand judgment and you side with Satan who's being judged but because there's a lack of circumcision in your spirit and your soul judgment is unjust to you because you're yoked to false love and the kingdom of Satan it's true that's why infants in Christ have such a high betrayal rate 
to Apostle Paul in all of his epistles. You can't read an epistle of Paul in the New Testament without him confronting wicked false brethren, brethren that walked with him and no longer can because of a love for the world, which is a love for the devil, a love for lust, a love for money, a love for alcohol, a love for sexual immorality, a love for religion, self-righteousness, and pride, and boasting in works before God, which is the abomination of desolation. Religion is the very nature of Satan himself. This anti-Christ people come out of the Christian people, and it's always been that way. So everyone gets sifted. Not just you. It's not even about you. It's about removing the animal off of Christ in you to see if you're going to be faithful and true or just another whore of Babylon. We take it personally because it's your soul. But the Bible says your soul is no longer your own. You're bought with the price. Therefore, honor God with your body. Not honoring God with your body and then using the body to serve angels of light to serve the opinions of flesh, to serve concerned people that have the appearance of being mature but are not, (laughs) concerned about the images, concerned about the community, concerned about Brandon being the only one that's right. You know how many times I've dealt with people like this over the years? And then every season the cleanup crew comes in with profits after they're all terminated. It's true. Can I be the only one that's right? No, Jesus has always been the only one that's right. The difference is not that we're the only kingdom people. That's pretty disgusting. That's cult. The difference is how high we've risen in righteousness. I've always been connected to the true kingdom people. I got mature people around me constantly, and I always listen to the seven spirits of God. Always. But you persecute me, you attack me, you're concerned about me because you listen to seven false spirits of God. You entertain fallen angels of seven stars that fell from heaven and you don't come to me in peace or in humility. You gossip behind my back, you slander, you spy for the enemy and for the Tower of Babel and for the Tower of Jezebel, and you come in here and pretend like you're loyal to me, as if you're not spies to demon spirits doing harm in the midst of Red Letter Ministries every day, with your hearts connected to other altars, and you self-justify because you think you're doing the right thing. Judas Iscariot thought he was doing the right thing, y'all. He did. He was certain in self-righteousness. Now, Jesus Christ said to him, Satan has entered your heart. Do what you're going to do quickly. And I say the same thing to Satan in all your hearts. Do it quickly and just be gone. Just be gone. Don't tarry. What Satan in your hearts has commanded you to do, I command you, do quickly in Jesus' name. By the law of the luminaries and the light of the sun, do it quickly through the 12 portals of your flesh, through the 12 portals of your souls, and through the 12 portals of your spirits. Do it quickly so that we can have a clean house 
a clean ministry without the fallen angel influence in the apostate bride of Satan. And there will be many that will arise as the true bride of Christ carrying their cross, cleansing their spirit, cleansing their soul, cleansing their flesh from all wrongdoing and self-righteousness, from all greed and idolatry. You know why Jim Samuelson betrayed me? He was jealous of me for a decade. You can ask Penny if you have concerns. He manifested jealousy and pride constantly for a decade, and I ate the meat and spit out the bones. Just because he was an apostolic father for a time doesn't mean he was perfect. He was a church-age apostolic father. Ask Penny how many times Jim Samuelson manifested full-blown demon possession in the decade we were with him. Countless. I mean, literally countless. We took Jim and Michelle Samuelson out to dinner, and he literally began weeping and gnashing his teeth at the dinner table at Jake Vossler. And we all looked at him and be like, that's Satan killing Jake literally at the table with weeping and gnashing of teeth and everyone saw it that has any eyes to see even if you didn't have discernment there was a murdering of Jake's spirit and soul because of his faithfulness to the Holy Ghost now I don't know if y'all saw that but many of us did in the community many people saw the last words of Jim Samuelson before me before I realized he was completely turned by Satan was him sending me pictures of his new V8 turbo BMW saying I can get one too pure Luciferian jealousy in its purest form of rejection of purity my apostolic father went apostate and anyone with maturity around Red Letter Ministries fully knows that already. Totally and completely apostate. Now, he might get corrected out there, but removing him is the safest, healthiest thing to do. If I had any father that's faithful, if I had any brother and sister that's faithful, they're still with me with crosses. They're still walking with me on Mount Zion. They're crucified. They're not in envy and strife. They're not in jealousy. They're not in comparisons. They're crucified. We're fighting the good fight of faith. They're not fighting me. They're not concerned about me. They're fighting Satan and concerned about Satan in the actual warfare of Christianity against the evil one. But these false apostate brethren are not warring against the devil. The devil is their father. They're warring against the remnant that's overcoming the devil. Yeah. Have you noticed that? Yeah. You're not warring against the devil. You're warring against me because your father is Satan. If your father was God, you'd be warring against Satan with me through your personal crosses. And our crosses together make us the body of Christ. If you don't have a cross, you're not a brother or sister, and you don't have the same enemy. Jesus is the enemy of everyone not crucified with him. You couldn't be apostles unless you had crosses, right? Truth or not? First century Christianity 101. You couldn't be a witness of the resurrection unless you were crucified in the crucifixion 
This apostate whore of Babylon generation of charismatic witches of the Tower of Babel and the Tower of Jezebel that always do the father of, of lies wills constantly is always opposing the terminating of the animal for the manifestation of the angel. You realize you're constantly yielding and doing the will of Satan if the animal lives and the angel is deprived of the nutrients of crucifixion. So you're not an angelic Holy Spirit people. You're an animalic evil spirit people because of a lack of the cross. The cross is the judgment now to anyone that rises in righteousness. The cross will judge you from the sun. The cross will judge you from the luminaries of the ability of righteousness of the first family. And you won't have an excuse because you've been told the truth from the very oracles of the prophets of God the Father. And many of you are so isolated by your demons, you might think I'm isolated and I'm out here as a lone ranger. I couldn't be further from the truth. I know how the devil thinks in your uncircumcised hearts. I've dealt with hundreds of thousands of people like you. Are you the only one? No, the Bible says Jesus is the only one and only a small remnant shall be saved Romans chapter 9. Right? All right, let's turn there. First, we're going to do Job 22, 23. If you return to the Almighty, you will be built up. Shaka. There's a little loud out there. Peaking. Mountain tops. Job 22, 23. If you return to the Almighty, you will be built up if now that says if, if, just say if, if you remove wicked behavior far from your tent, which is your body, from your flesh. Proverbs 20, 26, a wise king is able to discern corruption and remove wickedness from his kingdom. Proverbs 20, 26, a wise king is able to discern corruption and remove wickedness from his kingdom. You know, I'm not the one removing the wickedness from the kingdom. Or Jare's is. Truth in you. The wickedness in your flesh and your souls and your spirits is judged by the Father. Jesus says, I'm not the judge. I tell you the truth. As an apostle of the Lamb who's not lying to you, I'm not the judge. I am laid back in the sun, above the sun, practicing first family righteousness, Adam to Enoch, more blessed, less stressed than ever before, more joyful, better fruit than ever before, watching Orjares and Tomas, the twin of the amount of the cross formed in you, be the mighty warrior judging everyone's portals, everyone's flesh, everyone's souls, and everyone's spirits. I'm not the one doing this judgment. You can blame me. We're the ones that raised the standard so it, we got judged first. That's all we did. We simply obeyed God to the place where through obedience you come up in constant judgment in secret place of righteousness instead of secret place of violence and wickedness and perversion and disloyalty and unfaithfulness like half of you. A secret place of loyalty and faithfulness and purity 
and in the secret place, obedient to the seven spirits of God. All day studying the word to show myself approved. I don't have a life. I perfume in heaven. My business is in heaven. All I do is the life of Jesus every day. You might judge my life and be jealous of my life, but I don't live my life. I haven't lived my life for 23 years. This is Christ's life being lived. You are judging Christ himself, you wicked servants. You are fighting the Lord Christ himself in anyone crucified high into the sky, high into the sun, high into the heavens. You know what happened to the people that judged Bob Jones? Major judgment. One of them's name is Anton LaVey. Anton LaVey, head of the Satanic Order, 32nd degree Freemason warlock, he judged Bob Jones. He warred as a Luciferian warlock of the checkerboard of witchcraft against Bob Jones. He died instantly in his car as he cursed Bob Jones. You know that's how Anton LaVey, head of the Satanic Church, died? True story. Google it. How did Bob Jones and Anton LaVey Google search? Posted and read their ministries just so you young people can stop being so foolish. Seriously, wisen up and learn the fear of the Lord. It's incredible how familiar we get with Christ being formed in others, yet not ourselves because we're not circumcised of heart or sanctified of soul to know the seven spirits of God inside the temple. That's the sin of Ananias and Sapphira. Half of you are getting tempted to betray me in because you don't understand the new covenant that Christ just wants to be formed in you and some people he's getting formed in if they constantly obey his commandments and rise on the mountain of crucifixion. You understand that's how it works? As you constantly obey the commandment from the Holy Spirit's angels, you have angels at birth. If you don't know them and you just look at me and my angels and just get jealous, you just become a murderer like your father the devil. But you all have your own angels when you're born again. If you don't get into sin after you're born again, you will rise in Christ's nature in all your hearts equally. No angel is jealous of another angel. No angel is at strife against another angel. It's the animal, the flesh, warring against the Christian nature in your own spirits, the duality. Because you're not circumcised of hearts in the charismatic church. I know the charismatic church is not circumcised of heart. It's not even taught in buildings made by human hands. If you teach it, you're excommunicated for righteousness out of love and holiness and wisdom because the pastors have been Laodicean tolerating the animal form and not crucifying the animal form to transfigure them into angelic form through the resurrection of the preaching of the gospel of Luke chapter 20. It is written, because of a watered-down, lukewarm, Laodicean Seventh Church of the book of Revelation, you have a watered-down, lukewarm, anti-circumcision, anti-cross Christianity that has some charismatic stuff in it, but the charismatic stuff without the cross and without the priesthood of killing the animal and bringing forth the angel is high treason. It's high treason. It's not even low treason. It's the greatest rejection of the Holy Spirit and the blasphemy of the Holy Spirit of the apostate bride of Satan and the whore of Babylon of all time in this unholy, ungodly generation. Truth anyhow. Truth anyhow. If it wasn't the truth, you'd rejoice in the truth. 
but since it is the truth you attack me and you murder me in animal form now as we crucify the animals you shall rise in spirit the flesh and soul and spirit form of you the spirit of man and the spirit of woman will change into the spirit of righteousness and into the spirit of holiness into the same image bearing of the original design of the first family who practiced righteousness Adam to Enoch okay the law of the Garden of Eden who are they lawless against people first John four times the lawless ones are lawless against the law of the Garden of Eden that lawlessness against the Garden of Eden is the fighting of the righteousness the holiness and the wisdom of the first family and the understanding of what they left in the perfection of the Word of God of original design in the Garden of Righteousness they rejected the command of the Father they doubted the Word of God and from the fall came the root offspring of the first family of Cain which is how Satan's kingdom was formed for the last 6,000 years through ungodliness through self-righteousness through self-holiness through self-promotion through the building of self and soul for thousands of years that's the seed line of Cain some of you are filled with Cain in your spirit soul mind and flesh and his father the Bible tells you in Peter is Satan Cain was the child of the evil one you're being fathered by the angels of light and you're growing in delusion and deception what's the difference between Cain's family and the family of Seth and the family of Enosh and the family of Kenan and the family of Mahalalel and the family of Jared and the family of Enoch first seven from Adam and Enoch got back into the garden of Eden it is written by practicing the law and the commandment of God that was given to Adam at the first which is the law of the new covenant in the last the last shall be first come on now the last shall be first which means the last us who are fully crucified with the lamb no matter how misunderstood it is by wicked sinners and apostate Christians and the false bride of Christ and the whore of Babylon out here and the false prophet and the beast and the red dragon of all the soulishness of self Christianity soul prophetics these people come in they always claim to be mature I've been in the prophetic for 30 years you know how many times I heard that I said that's wonderful but where's the cross and then they turn on you because their development was in the seven stars that fell from heaven I'm not saying it to be derogatory I'm saying it out of love because the cross crucified to death is true love if you don't have it you're practicing Satanism in false love being nice and kind to the animal is not loving giving the cross the altar to Isaac from Abraham was a demonstration of God's love but because you're animal and not angel you have no comprehension for love so Jesus Christ said to you obedience will get you there until you can understand the angelic but they don't want to get there through obedience they get offended in pride and become the enemies of the cross become the enemies of the altar of fire of the seven spirits of God the golden altar before the father's throne no flesh can approach God except through annihilation if you're annihilated how many of y'all know 
you ain't gonna fight the holiness of Red Letter Ministries. This will be the most refreshing place, a fountain of righteousness in the whole universe. But if you're fighting true holiness and true righteousness, and you're fighting the cross, and you're insisting on animal form, insisting on self-forms, insisting on self-righteousness, insisting on the soul's prophetics, and the ability of irrevocable gifts, and you react negatively to the testing of the cross. Anytime I'm tested by the cross, and you all know I'm on the public stage, not you, I'm tested publicly daily, like a hundred times a day. They just reposted my Vice documentary, and it's like 10,000 hateful, slanderous, wicked comments from wicked sinners. Some of them I knew, and I was like really kind to and generous to, and it's shocking that even them are mocking and slandering and gossiping and lying about me. Truth now, what is it, 37 million views or something? 37 million views for the highlight reel of the Vice documentary. They just released it again and got like 5 more million views. Some people were kind to me. But it's an immediate, when you raise your cross this high into the sun, it immediately divides the wicked from the righteous. It's like being crucified with Christ every day. You have the thief over here and the thief over here. And I'm not saying anyone's not a thief because that then I'd be a liar. You're all thieves. The soul's a thief. The spirit's a thief. The flesh is a thief. You're all thieves. The issue is, can the thief be crucified with Christ and become Christ, who's the only non-thief down here? Hello? Truth or not, everyone robs him of his glory. Everyone robs him of his praise and his thanks. It's hard enough to get people to even praise and worship around here. They just sit here dull and dumb and can't even think about anything other than themselves being condemned for not being good enough because you're wicked servants. If you get your eyes off yourself for five minutes and lift your hands, praise the Lord, you can begin to let the cross rise up in you and thanking Him. Enter the cross with thanksgiving. Thank you for the cross. Thank you for an altar for this animal. I thank God for a cross to crucify my wicked spirit to crucify my wicked soul, to crucify my wicked mind and my wicked flesh. Otherwise, Jesus Christ, the righteous one, could never be formed in me in a mature apostolic level. It's all Jesus, guys. It's all Jesus in me, and it'll be all Jesus in you, and it's coming through in the judgment of the luminaries now, because when Jesus gets formed in you in a great measure... How many of y'all know the Bible says that the stars of the heavens are for the wonders and the signs of righteousness of God? That the wonders of the heavenlies will testify to your righteousness. That's scripture now. That the sun and the moon and the stars are set in the sky for wonders. Yeah? The wise men watched the wonders and found the host temple, the Messiah's body, in a manger. Merry Christmas, wise men. Piss off, foolish virgins, and die and go to hell. Amen. Piss off and die and go to hell, foolish virgins. Amen. You need both on Christmas. The Christmas message is Herod and the false king dies. All the false in Israel die and are doomed. What was the Christmas message and at the temple? This child is appointed for the blessing of everyone <laughs> false prophet for the rise and fall of many nations fall for the termination and slaughter 
and decimation of Cain. Which is what's wrong with you. Cain's seed in you. First family ability is what? The Bible tells you. Sorcery. Witchcraft. Self-righteousness. First family Cain versus first family Enoch. I wonder who's going to win. I tell you the truth out of my measure of wisdom every day and you still think maybe first family Cain is going to be victorious over first family Jared, Mahalalel, Kenan, and Enoch. Do you realize how doomed you people are? You realize that you are married to Satan against Christ and his cross. And you think just because you're a majority out there of wicked sinners that that makes any difference to Noah? Who raised a standard and condemned one billion people to hell? Where there's weeping and gnashing of teeth with their father Satan forever? The 20 watchers that fell on Mount Hermon? Where you get the Nephilim? Where you get the demons? Where you get the evil spirits? The Eliud? and all the different forms of wickedness that tempt your senses and possess the seven portals of your souls to do all evil against my wisdom and against my holiness and against my righteousness of God in Christ every single day. All we're trying to do is form in you the same crucified one. It's called the preaching of the kingdom of heaven. But if you don't listen and you never obey, the only thing through disobedience to the word is the formation of the apostate seven stars that fell from heaven. That's why you deal with betraying witches every season in this apostolic ministry because Apostle Paul in his apostolic ministry dealt with betraying witches every season of his apostolic ministry because it's normal apostolic Christianity of the cross of his glory. Truth in the earth. <laughs> Christmas tree, there it is. Jacob's ladder. Amen. This is it right here. Are you going to go up or go down? You know, you can go up and die and be sent to hell forever. Jesus Christ said there will be a resurrection of the just and the unjust. Jesus Christ of Nazareth, the Son of the living God, said that there will be a resurrection of wickedness and a resurrection of righteousness. You are in the midst of that as I speak. That prophecy is fulfilled in your hearing. The wicked rise apart from the cross. That's all these scoundrels you deal with all the time that have no actual sanctification. They're actually in the bless me club. They seek their own rewards. They self-justify. False love is the full and complete betrayal of Jesus Christ. Let me say that again. False love is the complete betrayal of the cross. False love is the complete rejection of the Lord Jesus. And as soon as they betray him completely and blaspheme the Holy Spirit, the reaction is, I love you, Brandon. Every single time. <laughs> love is the obedience to the mountain. You do not love me. You love the devil, and the wages of the devil is what you love. Truth anyhow. Anyone who loves me or my Father, or any true love that's ever come down from the Father of lights, is an obedient servant 
to the commandment of the blood of his cross. Showing obedience is showing that you love him. Saying that you love me when you constantly do wrongdoing is that you are a bride of Satan. That's true. That's true with many of you in this room right now. True love is being obedient to the commandment of the cross every day. It's not about pleasing the apostle. It's about pleasing the cross of the apostle Jesus, who's the only apostle there ever has been. Now, because you're bewitched and full of the devil, you think I've built up something apart from Christ because you have no cross of Christ crucified in your own souls. I am fully and perfectly and completely obedient to my heavenly calling and my personal cross. If you judge me in my obedience, you condemn yourselves in unrighteous judgment. How you repent is go back to the cross and get slaughtered and obey what the blood is speaking to you from the cross today. Truth anyhow, if you're not obeying the commandment of the blood that speaks a better word than the blood of Abel, how are you obedient to the heavenly calling? You're on earth condemning those with crosses that are going into heaven like Stephen with the glowing face. You are the apostate bride of Satan and not the bride of Christ. The bride of Christ is crucified with Christ. What is union? You know, the apostate out here has a union with evil spirits in the second heavens. They have a union with the seven stars that fell from heaven. They have a union with Lucifer. Your union is with Lucifer. My union is with the cross, crucifying my spirit, my soul, and my flesh constantly. Amen. And let that word terminate Satan and the angel of light, Lucifer, and his kingdom of seven stars that fell from heaven in all your souls. Amen. Receive that word. If you can receive that word, let it judge your souls. You can be cleansed by the commandment of the cross. You realize authority in the kingdom of heaven is simply someone who's crossed that's grown high through self-crucifixion, self-annihilation with the Holy Spirit, not apart from the Holy Spirit, as in the Holy Spirit and as one with the Holy Spirit, born of the Holy Spirit and obedient to their Father who's present as the seven spirits of God. Revelation 5, 6, it is written, God's sevenfold Holy Spirit. Amen. <laughs> Try to stay conscience, conscious and awake and put it into your minds because your brains are a mess. Put it into your five senses where Satan dwells. Otherwise, your heads will always be full of devils. If you can put it in your mind, in your eyes, your ears, your nose, your mouth and touch gates, the whole word of God and the cross today, so much of Satan will just be obliterated out of you. So much of witchcraft. We think because of deliverance ministry of the Pentecostal church age that it's like, if I have a demon or not have a demon. The Bible teaches if you have the world or not the world. Do you understand that? All that is in the world, 1 John 4.4. 4. All that is in the world, 1 John Greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. So all that is in the world, lust of the eyes, lust of the flesh, pride of life, it's not an issue if you have a spirit or not. 
It's measurements of Satan's seven stars and Jesus Christ's seven stars in your spirits and your souls and your minds and half of you are sleeping because you're full of Satan's stars in your minds and in your hearts. So you put yourself out because you can't hear the word because the word condemns Satan in you. That's why you go to sleep when I preach the word every Joel's bar. And you squirm and put yourselves up into little balls and think that that's a trance when it's actually resisting the Holy Spirit. You have to make your heart and your soul and your senses and the 12 portals, seven interior mansions, five physical senses, the 12 portals of the soul for the, for the 12 apostles of the Lamb and the 12 tribes of Israel with the 12 portals of the sun and the 12 names of those apostles and those tribes to pass through in righteous judgment, cleansing the seven interior castles, cleansing the five senses daily until they're orbiting through holiness all the time in God's true righteousness of the first family that walked in it and got back into the Garden of Eden through obedience to the commandment of the Garden of Righteousness. But down here under the sun, you're tempted by the fallen angels to disobey the commandment of the first family. The commandment of righteousness. And what's the temptation? Every single time the temptation is false love. I've never seen a Judas Iscariot, Ananias and Sapphira betrayal except through those who practice Luciferian love, Satan's unconditional love. Satan's agape. Satan is a false Christ. The Antichrist comes in the guise of Christ. You guys are filled with the Antichrist. Until the cross rises in you, there's nothing else in you ever. The fact that you still listen to the devil, that I might be good because I go to Joel's bar and I'm a member of this community, shows you how far you are away from the kingdom of heaven and the cross of your crucifixion. It's a total abomination. And I'm telling you, the closer you are to the mature ones on the cross, Mary Magdalene Company, Mary of Bethany Company, Mary the mother of Jesus company and Johannine theology, Johannine company, John and the three Marys were at the cross at the moment he was crucified. They were with him the whole way. Listen now, you have to be with him the whole way. The areas where you're not with him in the way are the areas you are married to demons right now. The areas where you're not pierced with him are the areas you're possessed by his accusers, by his murderers. The Bible says you're all thieves and murderers. All men and women's righteousness is filthy rags. And all men like sheep have gone astray. Not one is righteous in the world today, except Jesus and him crucified. Anyone who's not pierced by the passion of the cross, the piercings, the sweating of blood in Gethsemane, and the same exact path of Jesus is the enemy of Jesus. You understand that? Where there is no crucifixion of the mind by the crown of thorns, your mind is has a black crown and you're crowned by fallen angels. The fallen angels come to you and tempt you with a crown of gold. Right? That's how they whisper into your five senses and why... Half of you go apostate and betray me behind my back and, and spy for the enemy demon camps all the time and constantly commit high treason in the blasphemy of the Holy Spirit. 
You're at the place of the blasphemy of the Holy Spirit in an apostate bride. And that's exactly where you're at. And also the Johannine company with Mary, who's been crucified all the way up to a Jared level of righteousness and holiness above the sun. So you have the mature bride through crucifixion and the mature satanic bride through rejection of the cross who have been raised only by eating off the table of the true bride. That's what the Bible teaches. The foolish ate and stole from the wise constantly and applied it to their soul soulishly, but they've never been crucified with him in their own spirit. That's why they can't hear and obey because they're false converts everywhere. The apostate bride never grew up in their spirit with the cross. If you want to be forgiven and start over today and not be another Judas Iscariot, apostate bride, Ananias and Sapphira, it always has required and always will require you terminating your spirit by the cross of the commandment of God to your spirit and the cross of the commandment of God the Father to your soul and the cross of the commandment of the Father into your minds, and the cross of the commandment of God the Father and His seven archangels into your flesh. Amen. If you think in a million years there's another way into heaven at any point other than the tree of His blood life, you're apostate. Apostate means rejecting Him. Jesus said the rejection of himself would be rejecting his cross. Peter did it. What kind of penance did he have to pay to be forgiven? Crucified upside down. Truth, anyhow. You think it's just you saying sorry, sorry, sorry that's going to get you forgiven for rising up without a cross into the second heavens like the false prophet out here? Like the false church out here? You think that's going to save you saying you're sorry? What will save you is the cross when you come down from the place you've been lifted up through self-promotion and selfishness and soulishness and all kinds of false teaching that you've applied through the misunderstanding of snakes in your ears. It's not that the apostles are false teachers. It's how you heard it through the snakes in your ears is what makes you false. How many of y'all know Saul of Tarsus heard Stephen's sermon? The Bible tells you that. Saul of Tarsus watched a man with a glowing face preach the gospel, but what he heard was, this man is a heretic. And so they all picked up stones and then they laid their prayer shawls, which in that culture was the permission of the authority of the Pharisee, the head Pharisee that was present, they had the permission to take another man's life, they laid those prayer shawls at the feet of a man named Saul. You understand that? That all the blood and the murder of Stephen was given through the authority of that culture and that legal system of that Sanhedrin of that day, that court system, which was a real court system, a judicial system, and it was all upon the feet of Saul. You had a guilty conscience of you just murdered Jesus Christ in a transfigured form. It wasn't so much about Stephen. Stephen was a sinner saved by grace that allowed Christ to rise up in him. And when you terminated the, the growing of the cross inside Stephen to a mature level where it was all the way through his mind, 
which means he was practicing major first family righteousness, first family wisdom. When you're glowing like the sun, the Bible says that they shall shine forth in the kingdom of their father as the sun, S-U-N, son of righteousness. It is written, when you terminate that, you have completely ended the throne of Jesus in your midst. And that's what half of you still do every day because you're just like Saul. Truth anyhow, you're murderers of Jesus. And until the killing of the king of the Jews in the 33rd of the warlock of Luciferian Christianity is terminated in your evil flesh, your evil souls, and your evil stomachs, because it doesn't mean just because you're God inside minded, you're building up the seven spirits of God in there. Every mason, every witch is God inside minded. They put the Masonic G as an apron over their bellies, and it's the apron of Cain to grow in Lucifer in their bowels, Lucifer in their spiritual stomachs. That's why the treachery I deal with by the teaching of righteousness is, is at a first family level of betrayal because I've taught you the secrets of the mysteries of the kingdom of heaven that develops also the maturity of the first family of Cain and the maturity of the first family of Enoch. Truth anyhow. So you are in the worst possible place of judgment of all time if you're caught in the middle today. And I've warned you personally many times, many of you. It's no one individual. I sent out messages today to like a hundred people. So don't think it's you individually in your selfishness. I talked to a hundred different people today. Some I corrected, rebuked, and scourged. Some I encouraged and built up. Everyone had something different because their hearts were in different places. Truth anyhow. The issue is the love of the Father disciplining your spirit, souls, minds, and flesh to develop Christ in you by the cross terminating the animal abomination developing false Christianity, which is the apostate bride of Satan. Yeah, that's true. Here we go. Proverbs 25.5. Just a light Christmas message tonight. Amen. The light of the sun. Let our jares judge your flesh. Judge your soul and judge your spirit. Or Jairus means mighty warrior in Hebrew. The son is your judge. I simply in, agree, in agreement with God the Father in original judgment of the first family. Truth in you. It's not that this is a new gospel, a new teaching. It's the original ancient gospel of the righteousness of the Garden of Eden. I think first family knew because they walked in it. And the Bible says they got back into it through obedience and the practice of holiness and the practice of righteousness and the practice of the original design of how God created man and woman in the beginning. So these 12 portals in your spirit, 12 portals in your soul, and 12 portals in your flesh are called your ephod. Your ephod is your breastplate of righteousness in your Ephesians, Ephesians 6 armor of God. Armor of God, not armor of Nimrod. Armor of the Tower of David, not the armor of the Tower of the False Love of Jezebel, you filthy whores. Proverbs 25.5, remove wicked people. Let's just say it. Remove wicked people from the king's presence. King Jesus, what's throne room? The cross. The cross is the throne room of the Lamb. King's presence. The cross is the king's presence if you even have it. 
If you're not self-centered now and a false apostate bride of Lucifer in this place, the cross is the throne of the Lamb and the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords present, and He made me friend of the bridegroom, predestined for ordained. And I've had to overcome all my own stuff too, spirit, soul, mind, and flesh. But I am the friend of the King's presence. That is who I am in Christ. This is friend of the bridegroom company. Woo! Which means we know something, something about rebuke, correction, chastisement, scourging, and correction in all the things of the spirit, soul, and flesh. And we learn more from the seven archangels assigned to us every single day. And we have the luminaries testifying. The judgment of the sun is severe upon all in Red Letter Ministries. I didn't do the revealing, or Jares did. I simply agreed with my father. They're going to blame me, but they are literally warring against the son himself. They're warring against Tomas, my twin. They're warring against Ordares, my mighty warrior. They're warring against God the Father. God the Father is here through the names of the stars. That's what Book of Enoch says. God the Father's not far. Jesus went right up into the sky to God the Father. Jesus said, it's the Father in me. Jesus practiced God the Father as high priest, not in the ephod of Aaron, but in the ephod of the luminaries. Truth anyhow. That's how the demons would scream out a mile away if you come to torture us. How many of y'all know they weren't tormented by Gamaliel wearing the ephod as high priest that year? And the earthly Sanhedrin that's murdering Christians. The natural abominations. Jesus Christ called those external false ones, the whitewashed tombs, he called them the children of Satan. Your father is the devil, it is written. Amen. Now, what they were terrified about, all these false and apostate, and that wicked, immoral generation of the first century, by the diaspora, and they were all destroyed and scattered to the four winds because of the rejection of their Messiah, and they were cut off from the tree of life, Romans 11, and only a small remnant will be saved, Romans 9, it is written. What that did was send them around the world so that around the world they could grow the synagogue of Satan. Around the world they could grow the apostasy of the Luciferian Kabbalah of the secret knowledge of the 12 tribes given 12 constellations, which is Freemasonry everywhere, sorcery in every nation, and that's why they rule all the money and the currency through sorcery. You're not warring against Jacob. Jacob's in heaven in the throne room. You're warring against those that rejected the obedient commandment of Israel and of Isaac and of Abraham, an apostate, false Jewish race. Truth anyhow, Jesus Christ, red letters, Revelation 2, those who say they are Jews but are not, but are a synagogue of Satan, that's scripture now. That's not anti-Semitic. Jesus is the king of the Jews. Praise the king of the Jews in this place. We're as Jewish Zionist as it gets in the holiness of the obedient to the commandment of Moses and the holiness of the com commandment to Israel and to Isaac and Abraham and Shem and Noah and the practicing of the righteous commandment of the law and the order of the stars, which is the law of the Garden of Eden. 
If you're going to rise, you will have to obey the commandments of the names, the laws, and the deeds of the stars by the seven spirits of God who sanctifies you in your souls to practice original design and righteousness as it was in the beginning, so shall it be in the end. Which is the last shall be first family. The last generation, us, from Adam, that end the curse of the fall, which is what I'm doing in your midst against all opposition and all constant continuous betrayal. That's what I'm predestined for ordained to do. Bob Jones can confirmed it to you a hundred times and you still don't believe because the father of lies is in you and you love the rewards of your father in the flesh, in the animal forms. And if you rejected the cross to transfigure you into the angelic son of God in his celestial flesh, and his celestial blood, and his angelic abilities, and his garden of Eden righteousness, and what Adam and Eve were in the garden of Eden, the heavenly calling this apostate generation has rejected. And they've come in the greatest appearances of good of Lucifer, their father, of all time. And when you test him with the cross, because not every Christian comes from God, in fact, none do, None do. None. Truth in you, no Christians come from God. You must go through the cross and be restored to God. Self-justification is complete rejection of sanctification. No one can say I'm a Christian without Christ being the one formed in them. You are false and fake and phony in the bride of Satan. Christ alone is salvation. If there be anyone else in there, especially you, you are apostate. You are looking for information to make yourself right against the righteousness of the Lord because you've denied your cross, therefore you've denied Him, which means you're apostate. You've rejected His way. What's His way? The piercing of all the animal nature in your animal spirit which is the spirit of man and the spirit of woman, and your animal soul, which is the seven stars that fell from heaven, and in your animal minds, which is the black crown of Satan as the sons and daughters of Lucifer, which is self-righteousness being perfect in the Christian mind and yet not having the mind of Christ because you've denied the cross. Truth anyhow, the only way to be saved and stay saved is continuous crucifixion. It's called the tree of life. And you can eat from the tree of life. That's how you're saved. By denying yourself, picking up your cross, and following Him. This is not elementary Christianity. This is finishing the race of the high calling in Christ Christianity. It just means that we have really obeyed as the tree of life grew and crucified more and more of our spirit, more and more of our soul, our mind, our will, our emotions, the thoughts and intentions of our heart, and every single human thing in our mind to be revealed as God's own sons and daughters in the 144,000 eternal Israel of God in these days. Truth in you, and all I've ever done for all of you is to help you grow into actual maturity. Why have you repaid me evil when I've only sowed the cross of righteousness that terminates demons? Because you have chosen the devil to be your father. Truth in you, if you loved the cross, this teaching would be easy and light. But you hate the cross and you love the Christianity that is not crucified with Christ. 
Therefore, you are the bride of Satan and not Christ, and you will go by the angels of God into hell and have weeping and gnashing of teeth forever, declares the Lord Almighty. Amen. And your judge will be your own words from your own souls and spirits in your own gods that you're attached to that are not Jesus, the Lamb of God. Truthinia, all these other things growing up in spirit, soul, mind, and flesh outside of the kingdom cross, outside of the narrow way, narrow way and the narrow gate, outside of the eye of the needle, in your own eyes, judging by your eyes, what you see and feel by being around RLM living in Minneapolis, like you understand anything. The cross is the spirit of understanding. Your understanding is a demon. Your discernment is wickedness. Truth anyhow, the cross crucifying the soul is the Holy Ghost, our discernment. If you test it with the cross, does it die? Does it manifest? Does it weep and gnash its teeth? Does it self-justify? Does it practice self-love, false love? Is it Satan's unconditional love? Is it apart from the kingdom? Look at it. Is it the soul promoting itself in charismatic false Christianity of Laodicea? Right? You know which church age you're in. Every prophet has said this, not just me, but you probably don't listen to the prophets. But every prophet has said, this is the end of the seventh church. The seventh church age is the church of Laodicea. That's why you have a completely foreign gospel and a false resurrection apart from the cross. And you have only grown in witchcraft through self-promotion and put applying the apostles' gospel and the apostles' teaching to your souls without a cross terminating your souls, which produces betrayal and Judas Iscariot and the daughter of Satan every single time. Are you not the daughter of Satan and not the daughter of Zion? The daughter of Zion is crucified. Mary company. But you sit there and feel bad for yourself in the highest form of pride, which is self-pity, revealing that you are actually the daughter of Satan and not the daughter of God. And because it's true, they react negatively to the preaching of truth that could possibly set you free if you embrace the cross of Calvary. But instead, ego and self-righteousness, a crown of Satan on your head, does not allow you to hear the words that could set your senses free to wear a golden crown of Calvary. Somebody say that's good preaching. There I saw one who had a head of days. You know that is. The crucified one. And his head was like white wool. A sheep that's been slaughtered. Who's the head of time, the head of days? The head of everything you could ever imagine? Jesus. His head is like white wool, having been slain. Now, if your head and the head of the body is a lamb that's slain with a head like wool, what form are you in right now? What's in your head? Are you attached to the head? In order to be sheep of the great shepherd, you rise knowing that you are the sacrifice. Isaac knew his dad Abraham 
was going to sacrifice him, and he still walked up the mountain. There was no offering. Isaac was a grown man, by the way. He was a grown man. He wasn't a boy. He was a grown man. He had watched Abraham offer sheep and oxen and sacrifices his whole life for 30 years. I'm sure I'm certain he was 33 years old. Same age as Jesus when he died on the cross. So as a 33-year-old man, your dad, very old, probably in his hundreds, you know, 110 or something, is taking you up a mountain, and it wasn't a small mountain, it was a high mountain, and you know you're the offering. And he still went up. That's called growing in Christ. Now, almost none of you do that. Truth anyhow. But that's the only way to grow in Christ as Christians. You understand that? It's knowing you are the sheep offering. You are the sin offering. You are the burnt sacrifice. You are the Isaac. And Jesus is the Abraham. In this case, because you are his sons and daughters, it is written in Isaiah, everlasting father. Jesus is your everlasting apostolic father talking to you every day at Joel's bar. He's trying to make you sheep to the slaughter. I send you out as very powerful soldiers. I send you out, red letters now, scripture, I send you out as sheep to be slaughtered. Your resistance to being slaughtered as the sheep of the sacrificial lamb is your resistance to the Holy Spirit, the only God on earth. Truth anyhow. Do you resist and reject the Holy Spirit making you a sheep to the slaughter and self-preserving you? I don't need to die with him. I just need to learn how to be good. You are an antichrist and the bride of Satan. That's where you are. That's who you are. Until you are a sheep shepherded by the great shepherd that has entered the mountain of sacrifice. This mountain, this Calvary, this Isaac, this Abraham reality is the only way you have entry level salvation. This is the standard for all nations. And if you're not on the mountain as the sheep of the great shepherd knowing you are the sacrifice you're down in the sand and your god is the golden calf and you're in the immorality of your god lucifer pan and moloch and your god is not jesus even though you named him and claimed him crossed the red sea already put the passover lamb over the doorpost of your mind and believed in jesus whoop de freaking do what you do in the wilderness determines if you spend eternity with him or not anyone that denies him in the wilderness of the transfiguration and consecration of their soul and doesn't join him on the mountain as sheep to die with moses on the mountain everyone that rejected going on the mountain rejected jesus and died and went to hell for eternity and four million perished in the wilderness four million every single person saved out of egypt that did not join moses on the mountain and get the heavenly perspective of the great shepherd and became sheep to the slaughter with moses who was slaughtered as sheep on the mountain that's how he became the most humble man because his pride was slaughtered so he wasn't even a man anymore he was an angel of moses he come down glowing he was so wise so powerful that he couldn't even die at 120 no wrinkle on his face zero signs of aging 
Truth anyhow. The Bible says because of rashness, the angel of the Lord struck him down to Mount Horeb and took his body into heaven, so now he's in the flesh at 120. Deuteronomy 34 and 35, it is written. So anyone that does not come up the mountain and die, because Moses went up the mountain and what did God do? Killed him on the mountain. Hello? And then what? Archangel Michael gets to take your body to you in heaven. Wow. Where Enoch is. Right? Truth in you. Enoch was already back in heaven. Enoch didn't go into Abraham's bosom. They didn't go down into the earth. These men went up into heaven. Elijah didn't go down in the earth. Elijah went up into heaven. So who appears on the mountain of Jesus the first time he's crucified? Mountain of Transfiguration is first crucifixion. Well, you climb this mountain and die in the midst of your, your guys. Who appeared to him? The ones that had overcome. The ones who had already died on the mountain. On Mount Carmel, Elijah died, so he had access to go into heaven. Enoch died in his generation, the deaths, and served God in the heavenlies, and was granted access back into the Garden of Eden. Anyone who doesn't climb the mountain of righteousness is forbidden from ever entering heaven in any shape or form. Now you can enter the false heaven of Satan's seven stars and self-justify, because that's what y'all doing. You can be out here with your non-cross Christianity, attacking the prophets trying to help you, self-justifying, being spies for the false apostles and false prophets in the midst of RLM Minneapolis, and just be a bunch of whores of Babylon and apostate out here, and pretend like you're right with God when you've totally already betrayed me, and you're set up to be slaughtered like Judas Iscariot in this place. You can play act all you want but your hearts are wicked and evil and have already denied the mountain of your crucifixion for self-preservation for the rewards of the golden calf and the pleasures of the false prophet of lust and money down in the sand you are already bribed by the devil the judgment of the sun just reveals what you have already done in your souls with the demons altars many of you have already been paid by the demons and you think, I can just get away with it because I have no fear of God. The Son is going to judge your spirits and your souls and your minds in this place, in the crack house, and in Minneapolis. And the apostate ones and the sons of perdition are in this house. And they will judge you into hell forever, and there will be no salvation for you for eternity because you have betrayed the Lord Jesus Christ. And then the fear of the Lord will strike this apostate, apostate Laodicean bride of Satan in Christianity. Just like it did in the book of Acts when people had to die. And you will die. And you will not go to heaven, but you will go to hell. And it will happen quickly by the Son and His judgments upon your spirit, soul, and flesh. And it will not be counted as sorcery. It will be counted as righteousness. And the angels shall rejoice in heaven over your termination of your spirit, soul, and flesh from Red Butter Ministries. It will happen. And you are marked for slaughter. In Jesus' name, do it quickly. Amen. And I thank you, Heavenly Father, for your judgment and your justice upon all the souls in Red Letter Ministries and Christianity worldwide. 
what happens here in the leader apostleship of the lamb and the head of the body this same judgment will go through all of the charismatic church it'll completely turn the world of america upside down the bible says revival broke out in the fear of god after the killing of ananias and sapphira who had betrayed him for the love of the wages of satan now you can say it's because they didn't give their tithes it wasn't about not tithing it was it was about having a marriage to satan in their souls they pretended before the apostle of the lamb to have a commitment to god that wasn't sincere in their souls they lied to the holy spirit you have lied to the holy spirit and therefore you'll be terminated as ananias and sapphira then like the church of acts revival broke out because god was a righteous judge that judged the hearts and the hidden person if the hidden person under those animal skins is not judged by orjares you will never have never-ending revival you will still tolerate wicked hearts false believers false brethren tower of jezebel tower of babel everywhere and you'll have the mixture of the wise and the foolish the wheat and the tares the sheep and the goats everywhere in christianity until righteousness has raised a standard and our holy ephod and the son or jares and the tomas twin of our holiness of christ formed in us brings that judgment through the hidden person of the heart this is the judgment upon the house of god the hidden person the secret person the areas you hide in your inmost heart that is why you're condemned before god and his angels because you've hidden in your tent satan and thought you could get away with it that is why ananias and sapphira were terminated and revival broke out quickly afterwards because righteousness judges the inmost heart that's what the bible says proverbs 25 5 people get removed as wicked from the king's presence king jesus the cross of calvary the presence of the almighty in those risen by the tree of life through the obedience to the commandment of the seven spirits of god which are the roots of david into the bright morning star which is the sun or jares tomas the twin of your spiritual judgment and your spiritual maturity then releasing the judgment of the first law of the first luminary the sun is the judgment that destroys the wicked this year beginning with you beginning with you beginning with your hearts beginning with your minds beginning with your flesh terminating satan and death and religion and all sexual immorality and all pride and debauchery and all self-righteousness and soulishness self-promotion and all the knowledge of the fallen angels terminated in your souls by the sun through the 12 portals of your souls judgment has come upon the house of god upon all rlm thanks be to god i've been praying for it for 15 years finally 
all the wickedness of Babylon the Great will be terminated from my apostleship and I shall have a pure, chaste, virgin apostleship presented before Jesus Christ as the true friend of the bridegroom without the mixture of Babylon or Jezebel or any demon gods or any witchcraft or any impurity but you will be perfect as your father in heaven is perfect by the son who judges the portals of your minds and your flesh and your souls and your spirits today in the name of Jesus Christ take a mug as you go out that's your Christmas present up there and drink the cup of the cross and just judge that stuff out of you and as you drink from these cups can you just hold up one of those cups Christmas amen the cup of the lamb drink it all of you you know it's called taking apostolic communion Apostle Paul presented communion and it's a cup and he said drink from it so the apostle presented the table of the Lord the apostle presented the communion of the cross of the flesh and his blood as you eat and drink if you're condemned you need to start over you need to start over if you're built up then Christ is in you and the cross of his flesh and blood is in you so the cup separates wheat and tares the cup separates true and false the cup separates the apostate false bride of Christ the bride and daughter of Satan from the true bride of the lamb in Jesus name and let it be with all of you today let this judgment go forth today with no delay during Hanukkah the time of the cleansing of the false lights from all your spirits, souls, minds, and bodies. Some of you will just die. Others of you will just fly. Either way, God will get the glory and the angels will rejoice over all of us, triumphant in the tree of life, in Jesus' name. Amen. Glory. If you are the Judas Iscariot, if you are the bride of Satan, and this is revealed to you tonight, give a sin offering onto the mountain of Moses and the Lamb. Give a repentant offering to Jesus Christ. Some of you, the angel of God will say, you are a complete and total thief, and he will require you emptying your entire bank account in order to be forgiven as Judas Iscariot. If you can't do that and the love of money is too strong in you and you're too far gone, just remove yourself completely from Jesus Christ for eternity and go to hell where we'll rejoice over you daily in the angelic nature of Jesus Christ. Amen.